what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. It's good, everybody. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. I'm going to talk today about an interesting topic for all of my servant leaders, my good-hearted people that know how to selflessly give, give, give to the point of exhaustion and sometimes overwhelm. This word is for you. (laughs) So if you have anything trying to distract you right now, you need to cut it or you need to make sure that you actually block time to listen to this message. It will be good for your soul. All right. So pursuing me or this idea of being in pursuit of me, I have found to be a really powerful concept, particularly in times where things feel like they are out of alignment. They're heavier than you expected. Maybe you're processing and feeling more emotions than you'd like to. (laughs) Maybe you're facing the unknown. When you are in pursuit of me, when you are prioritizing yourself, right, and really getting diligent about keeping first things first, okay, keeping the main thing the main thing, that is a battle strategy. That is a strategy to make sure that you are tending to what is needed so that you can show up and give the best and highest service that you do have to offer to not only yourself, right, but to those that you are in relationship with and those that you are called to serve, okay? So I'm going to give you a couple of different examples of this and then some practical strategies, all right? So one of these examples, I had a client that I was working with and she was really in a tough place with her business. She was recognizing that there was a lot of things that were falling apart that she was not aware of, that, you know, staff that that said that things were going okay and that there was nothing to worry about were not revealing the full picture. And a lot of things, particularly financially, were falling apart. And she was driving, or the business was driving itself into debt. And this was a very scary picture for her not knowing (laughs) that this was happening and feeling completely blindsided. So initially, she's feeling all the things. She's feeling anxious. She's feeling scared. She's feeling like the weight of the world is literally on her shoulders. However, we had a very powerful moment where revelation from God came through, right? How might this be? It came through this question. How might this be God answering your prayers? Right? Not something you probably want to think or question in this moment, but so powerful, so profound. What she ended up discovering was that God was actually answering her prayers and that she had been making 
decisions that were not wise, (laughs) that were really her attempt to take care of herself, but weren't really the way she should go about doing it. And she, she felt that that was her, her thought and her process. And she believed that she was now given the opportunity to face the consequences of those decisions that she just kind of made haphazardly. And that this is actually her opportunity to build her business with God on his firm foundation, because whatever she builds in her own strength or in her own understanding or in her own hustle is going to continue to depend on her. And she just literally could not continue to operate that anymore. So she felt like God was revealing this, was bringing all of these things to light so that she now had an opportunity to get the right structure, the right systems, the right people even into place to build this business to the vision that God revealed to her. Okay. Now this radically shifted her entire perspective about what these next few months of her rebuilding are going to look like. Okay. So rather than seeing this as, you know, a punishment or rather than seeing this as is uh, a huge deficit or something to really be afraid of, she's seeing it as an opportunity to rise to the call, if you will, and to really press in and really lean into her relationship with God and really just face the things that she had been running from. If she were honest, which she was, right, she now is able to face what she formerly was not ready to face, right? And what I love about this is that love, which is God, right, never gives us more than we can bear. So that's how sweet God can be is that, you know, when we're not ready, he doesn't throw more onto us. But when we're ready, he's going to take us through a process. And yes, it's going to be hard. And yes, there's going to be challenges. But when you move by God's grace you do have a supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding as you navigate challenges. And you also have a guide and a counselor and a constant flow of support in the Holy Spirit and in God's presence, which is so, so powerful. When you can hear from God and build with God, it changes everything in your business. So profound journey. And we went through a really great tool and process, which I'll share a little bit with you about that right now before I give you a couple of scenarios. But essentially, what was coming up for me in this session with her was that she's going to need to do a lot more work with belief right now and building on faith right now than action, which seems so counterintuitive. When we are used to being doers and achievers and hustle and go mode, we go all in on that. We plug the holes, we make things happen. However, If you keep doing the same thing you've always done, you will get the same results. And so she really wanted to build by faith. And so we worked through a process together and I'm just going to take you through an example. And this is an example that I am allowed to use. I've had permission to use and I'm going to tweak it a little bit to uh, protect her privacy. But essentially the question was this, what do you need to believe to build the business that you believe God is building with you. (laughs) Okay. What do you need to believe to build your business? All right. So she needed to believe that this were easy, that it's easy, right? That, that by grace and through faith, 
it is easy to put the structure and systems into place. Like she's just going to know what to do. Okay. So now if that's what she needs to believe, we work through a whole process. Okay. So fast forwarding, right. And, and seeing into the future. And this is what we can actually, all of us can do this. We can train our mind specifically our imagination, the nation that we imagine in our head, right? (laughs) We can literally use this brilliant tool that God has given us for good. And we can use it to see things with our eyes of faith. Okay. So seeing her business successful as God revealed it to her, what does that look like? Okay. So the circumstance, right, is her business is thriving. All right. That's the circumstance. Now, for if that's the circumstance, what is she believing when her business is thriving? This is something that, again, you do in advance. You've got to see it before it is. Okay. So if the business is thriving, she might be thinking things like, I am living on purpose. I am so excited that I get to do this every day. It feels so good to build my business with God, whatever it might be, right? There's thoughts that come up when her business is thriving, right? I love getting to do this, whatever it might be. Then in addition to a thought, because we think something, then we start to feel some kind of way. So when she's thinking that she's made for this, that she's in her zone of genius, that she's on purpose, then she starts to feel confident. She starts to feel empowered. She starts to feel juiced, right? Like she, she's got this supernatural energy, right? And then after feeling that way, that leads her to take some kind of action, which the action might be you know, interviewing new people for her business to, to match this energy. That might be removing people that aren't meant to be a part of her business from her business. That might be putting different structures and systems in place and hiring a consultant that's an expert in that area to help her get those in place, right? That might be having different one-on-one calls or interviewing different people in the business to find out what actually is going on. It might be hiring outside help. It could be all sorts of different things, but she will actually take these actions, right? When she believes that her business is doing well, she'll take different actions to guarantee her success or to sustain that success. And again, multiply it, okay? And then the result will be (laughs) that her business is not only thriving, but it's effective. And she's able to duplicate that success or help other people do the same. Tracking with me? So none of this is true, in this day and time, right? Like today, her business is in debt. Her business is not thriving, right? With the human eye, okay? She's not thinking that this feels good and that she's purposed for this. She's thinking, I'm a failure and I've made a lot of mistakes and I deserve this, right? Which is what the enemy wants you to think. She's feeling awful. She's feeling overwhelmed and just wants to throw in the towel and say, F it, right? She's overthinking, that's the action she's taking. She's just playing all the scenarios in her mind and like getting herself in a funk. And then she's not taking action that's super productive right now, which sometimes you're allowed to be in that space for, you know, a few days. If you stay there, that's really when (laughs) problems can start to happen. But the whole idea 
about this process of building by faith is really important because you can start to become more aware of when you're trying to build in fear. You don't want to move or make decisions when you're not in faith because you're wasting energy, okay? So the whole idea with this is to believe it, right? Build with truth, add truth to it, affirm it, right? And thank God that it's evolving that way. So that was the strategy that we were able to get her to. What is the circumstance that you believe to be true, right? That you believe God has revealed to you. What is that? Okay, now given that that's what it is, what do you need to think to get yourself there? What do you need to practice feeling to get yourself there? What actions do you need to take that are in alignment with that? And if you do that, what is the result that you will have? So this is a model for really reworking and rewiring your brain so that your brain is trained to move by faith, not fear. Not fear, not anxiety, not anger, not emotion, right? It's a very fine-tuned process of helping you build by faith. So, so powerful. So that is an example. It wasn't the end of the world unless she stayed there. It was a divine appointment or divine opportunity to rise to the occasion, okay? And this is why I love coaching. You can turn it around in a session, right? So another example And then I'm going to give you a couple of questions and practices here that you can put together in your own life. Another example is a guy that was in a relationship with somebody that was very turbulent, very difficult. He was actually saying that he had been in a relationship with somebody that was uh, diagnosed. So this wasn't even just his own assessment. This was somebody that was actually diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Now, if you've heard me talk before, that's actually something that I am very familiar with, unfortunately. Um, So holding space for this is a bit different, but he was starting to really get to this point where he was finding himself reacting in ways that he normally didn't react. Like he was, you know, super investigative or almost like a detective of what this Uh, partner he was with was doing when he wasn't with her, which is not how he shows up. He would find himself in these like panic attacks, which was very bizarre for him. And he was just having a very difficult time. He was finding himself ruminating about this relationship and talking about it all the time and just not able to function in, in, in an effective way for him, right? And so Eventually, though, he's gotten to this point where he didn't want to talk about this relationship anymore. He just got to this place where he was tired of it. He was tired of the story. And he just wanted to know, who am I or who was I being that essentially allowed me to attract this into my life? And who do I need to become to make sure that I'm actually showing up for the relationship I do want and not entertaining anything less or settling for anything less, okay? And when you get to that point, that's where you can do a lot of really brilliant work. And I will say, you have permission to feel whatever you need to feel. And that's actually progress. And that's a very, it's a deep, it's deep healing work. And it's a process that actually is allowing you to progress if you actually feel and grow through what you're going through. And truly, the only way out is through. If you try to numb it, if you try to push it down, if you try to busy yourself to avoid it, it's still there. So you gotta, you've gotta, you gotta actually go through. 
Okay. And so, but that process can be enjoyable and it doesn't have to be this long aggravating process at all. Right. But it is your process and you have permission to feel whatever is present for you and to make space for you. And your journey is personal. So it's not going to look just like somebody else. So the best thing that you can do is pursue you get in pursuit of you. So just like this last client, her pursuing her in her instance was finding out what she needed to believe. So kind of less of the action and less of the exterior work and more of the belief work. I need to pursue believing these things in order to show up and produce these results in my life. For this guy, pursuing him or being in pursuit of him, being in pursuit of me, right, meant that he needed to actually recognize and he had a beautiful revelation that he was doing all of the things in relationship to be loved, right? Great guy, great candidate, but his motive for doing all the things that he was doing and for showing up was to receive love, to be lovable, which meant and revealed that the core belief that he had was that he's unlovable. And if he could just love somebody enough, then they'll love him back with me. So this uncovered, and this is a subconscious belief. It's not like this guy's going around, um, super insecure, acting like he's unlovable. To the world, you would have no idea. But deep down on the inside, ultimately, he's believing that he's unlovable. So he has to do everything to prove that he is. So he's the guy that works really hard at a career and has been in it for years, right? And is a, a top salesman, right? And the, a jolly good fellow on the outside, right? Or he's the guy that's a really great friend and can show up and be the listening ear and be super supportive, right? But when it comes to him, he's not used to getting his needs met or even identifying what they are, asking for his needs or communicating his needs or um, even re- sitting in what he's feeling. These are all things that he used to just get busy or run from. But this is a time where he knew he couldn't do that anymore. And he's getting to a point in his life where he knows that he has to slow down in a sense because it's not just work for him. He does want to be a husband. He does want to be a father, right? So these things are super important. So what he recognized is that he has always been in pursuit of other people and achievements, but he's never, ever actually pursued himself to know who he is, what he wants, how he's wired, what he's great at, what he wants to build, who he wants to build it with. Like he's never done all of that work. He's just done what other people expected or what he thought he should do. And so he never went inward to answer those identity questions and those purpose questions. And so being in pursuit of me for him looked like that. It looked like answering a couple of questions. One, what do I need right now? which sounds so, so basic, but when you're not even used to taking care of yourself, being able to check in throughout the day and just ask, what do I need right now? Whether that's, oh, I didn't even eat today. Maybe I need to go make a smoothie or, oh, like I just, you know, I've been working and looking at this computer screen for hours. I just need to take a walk outside and get some like vitamin D on my skin, right? Or man, like I've just been like listening to all these business trainings and things. I need to actually listen to content that has nothing to do with business and is actually going to feed my spirit. So I need to listen to a podcast or something. Spirit-filled real talk, right? Or (laughs) man, I've just been so preoccupied, whether it was with this relationship or work, that he didn't have time for these friends and these people that were really beneficial 
to him, added a ton of value to his life. And he just always felt uplifted being around them, right? And he kind of put them on the back burner, right? He wasn't investing in those relationships. So that question, though, is what helps him reveal in the moment what he needs. In the moment, what I need is to you know, take care of this, whatever it happens to be in the moment. I need to breathe deeply, like deep breath, like the the tummy blowout ones, right? Where your tummy becomes like a balloon, right? These balloon breaths. Maybe I just need to do deep breathing for five minutes or I need to contact this person or I need to schedule in my calendar non-negotiable me time or even fun time. I schedule everything else, but I don't even schedule any time with me or I need to set better boundaries, right? Or I need to actually invest in therapy or invest in coaching so I actually have space for myself so my wheels aren't falling off. Whatever it happens to be, right? But when you pause and you just ask that question, he found just asking, what do I need right now? Brought exactly what he needed. It revealed it to him. And then the other question was, what do I need? Similar to this other client, what do I need to believe right now? So in a sense too, another way to say that is what do I need to affirm right now? So anytime, for example, anytime that he had been looking for love, I like to say you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Like you are love. (laughs) You're made in the image and likeness of your creator. So you don't have to go looking for it. You are it. So you need to tell yourself or affirm to yourself, I am love. I am deeply loved and supported, right? I am divinely cared for. I'm on purpose. I'm exactly where I need to be right now. Things are always working out for me. Like, what do you need to believe right now to actually come back to the present moment so that you can actually show up for what it is that you need? So what he was really finding was that he had some unhealthy attachment styles that he learned from childhood that were still playing out in his reality. He knew how to function well in unhealthy or dysfunctional dynamics, but what he actually didn't recognize was how to receive love, right? How to be seen, how to be vulnerable in relationship, how to trust, how to build with somebody else. He didn't know a lot of those tools. And so he's on a journey of discovering that right now so that he can actually step into the healthy relationship and healthy attachment style that he does desire because it is available, he just has to choose to stop practicing the old thing and start practicing the new things, whether that's new beliefs, new feelings, right? New ways of showing up in the world so that you can actually be available for what it is that you want. So for example, if his circumstance, for example, going through a similar scenario, if his circumstance is, I am in a healthy, thriving relationship, right? That's the circumstance. That's the reality. Again, not the reality today, but that's what he believes is possible for him and what he's building towards. You have to believe it. And it is, right? So the circumstance, I am a healthy, thriving relationship. Now, if he's in a healthy and thriving relationship, what is the thought that he has when he's in this healthy, thriving relationship? It feels so good to be aligned with someone else, right? It feels so good to have companionship in my life, right? It feels good to be in sync with somebody else. It feels good to do life with a partner, right? That could be his thought. The feeling could be, I feel so cared for, cared for. I feel so loved, right? And that feels good. 
the action could be to give more love, to focus on more of what is working, to focus on the good, to focus on how he can show up and how he can give from a place not of obligation, but just can't help it. Since I feel so loved and my tank is full, I can't help but pour out, right? And the result is an evolving relationship, right? Like the relationship is progressing because it's not now focused on what he doesn't have and what's not working out and trying to really sift through a lot of chaos and dysfunction, but it's focusing on what he can appreciate, what is going well, how he can show up and serve with me. So this is helping him understand where he's had patterns that have been unhealthy and contributed to unhealthy dynamics and where he is now going to be able to make changes. Okay. And then lastly, Another (laughs) example was somebody that uh, is embarking, she's embarking on a new journey. She's embarking on a new journey of becoming a mom, a first time mom. And this is a time where she is sensing that she really needs to assert a lot of boundaries to make sure that she's not only caring for herself and preparing for bringing this baby into the world, but also caring for her husband and this baby. Okay. So there's been numerous interactions that she's had that have been really uncomfortable, uncomfortable because she has a tendency to think about other people. It's a similar people pleasing dynamic and how to make them comfortable and really understand their intention and their heart and where they're coming from and how to accommodate them. When really she's in a place right now where she's very clear, I don't have extra energy to do that. Like I appreciate that these people want to be a part of this experience (laughs) and want to help me and have the best intentions, but I don't have reserve energy to, to really accommodate them or make sure that they're good or treat them the way that maybe I would if they were just coming to visit or if they were just, um, you know, just hanging out for for a minute in a prior season, right? So she's had to have difficult conversations, somewhat confronting conversations to establish boundaries. And that's been difficult. And she's navigating into a place that's totally unknown. Everything will change after this point. And she has no idea she can think about what that might be like, but ultimately she has no idea what that's going to be like until it happens. She just knows that everything will change, right? Which is true. So similar for her, what was profound and powerful was that it's okay to do that. It's okay to assert a boundary. And yes, sometimes it takes some energy, but give yourself that grace. Take some space and respond when you're coming from a clean space, not an angry space, not an emotional space, but when you have clean energy, meaning that you have some peace (laughs) and you're able to articulate from, again, a clean place with no hidden agenda, no, you know, uh, frustration, when you can actually articulate what it is and where you're coming from, do that when you're able to. That's not wrong and that's not bad. And how somebody receives that is their homework, not hers, right? And so having the assurance that she's actually doing something really healthy and mature (laughs) was super effective. And then also opening up her eyes to see that this next phase is going to be about continuing to come back to a place of peace. And what does that mean? So I call this a home base. For me, this is God's vibes matter. This is finding my way back home. This is me connecting with God whenever I drift. And we're all human, so we all drift. Now, even if it's for, um, she's not a believer necessarily in this case, but even if it's somebody that doesn't believe in God, coming back home is really learning how to align with whatever is of the highest good 
or whatever is true for you, okay? Which truth can be relative if you're just basing it on uh, your own understanding. That's why I believe in building my foundation on God, right? But there's some things that you just know that you know that you know you have this conviction about. So truth is... Uh, a certain thing that you believe, a certain feeling that you just know, right? And so being able to come back to that place for you, what does it feel like to be aligned? What are you thinking when you are aligned? What are you thinking? What are you feeling when you're aligned? What are you feeling? What are what are you doing when you're aligned? Okay, so for example, when I am in a really good space, usually... I, I'm taking care of myself. I'm showing up for myself. I'm working out. I'm drinking the water. I'm eating clean. I'm like prioritizing um, time with other people and investing in relationships. I have creative downtime. I'm showing up and really serving with excellence, right? There's things that are happening when I'm aligned, okay? And when I start to notice my emotions are heavier, there's things that I can do to get back into alignment, right? Whether that's working with a coach or working with a therapist or having some journaling time or uh, asserting a boundary so that I create space and I don't feel overcommitted, whatever it might be. So for her, the task is to understand and recognize what coming home to that place of peace is like and continuing to return to that place every day. Right? Because although there's so many unknown things in life, you can constantly return to that place of peace, to pursuing that place of peace. So her pursuit of me is who am I now? <laughs> who am I now? Right? Who am I now is um, a daughter, a friend, a mom, a wife, whatever, a sister, whatever it might be. Who am I now? And how do I pursue this place of peace within me so that I can give and show up from this place? Now, there's grace for this, right? It's not going to look perfect every day. But if you have that as a guide, then you can keep coming back to it. So for example, her model, the circumstance is I, I live from a place of peace. Peace is my home base. That That is her circumstance, okay? And then what she thinks when peace is her home base is that things are always working out for me. This is working for my highest good, right? The feeling is contentment, presence, right? And then the action is whatever that divine action is in the moment. Usually when we're at peace, that's when we get wisdom. That's when we get a strategy. That's when we get a divine download. And the result is she feels empowered, she feels confident, she's progressing. And usually when we're progressing, we feel really good, right? So there's models that we can practice for, even if we have unknowns in life, we can still work a model that prepares us to show up and get to that place. So I just want to encourage you with this thought, and hopefully these examples really served you, that when you are in a place of overwhelm, when you are in a place of shocking news and, and a call to rise to the occasion, when you are facing challenges that you don't know how to face, when you are dealing with grief and really looking within on things that you haven't looked at and you've run from from a long time, but now it's time to go within, when you are in a place where you're stepping into something totally unknown that you've not seen done before, right, and that you don't have the answers for, there's a model for it. You can build by faith and you can even start simply if that model is not something that you can grab or if you're not currently working with a coach or something that can keep you accountable to these things and really work them with you, you can just ask yourself these two questions. 
What do I need right now? What do I need right now? Right? Because when we're a younger self, sometimes we don't know how to ask for what we need. Sometimes we don't know how to articulate it. And so we process things differently as a young person. And that young person still travels with us to this day. So how can you care for that young person? Asking yourself, what do I need right now? What do I need right now? And then when that's revealed, give yourself that thing. Go make a smoothie. Go take a nap. Go call a friend, whatever you have to do. Go plan and put some things on your calendar, right? Take them off your plate today and schedule them out, whatever you need to do. And then the other question, what do I need to believe right now? Because when you're building by faith, that's different than just taking massive action, okay? It's somewhat anti-hustle. When you're moving by grace, that means you're not doing it in your own strength. You're doing it by divine empowerment, divine enablement that is grace right but you've got to partner with grace you got to partner with god before that can be your reality and so faith right it's impossible to please god without faith so you've got to activate your belief here and i recommend not just doing affirmations but connecting your faith to the truth because god's word does not return void okay so for example this woman with the business right uh, Jeremiah 29 11 is her verse for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future so if that is true she needs to believe right now that God has good plans for her and this is all shifting in her favor and God is working it for her good and that God is empowering her to do one day at a time one moment at a time one step at a time exactly what she needs to do to step into that future God would not lead her this far only to just let her fail, right? So that's what she needs to believe and that's what she actually believes. Thank you, God, that your plans for me are for good, that you promised to give me a future and a hope. Thank you, God, that you helped me to build this business on your foundation. Thank you, God, that you empower me to show up and do what you would have me do, right? In Jesus' name. And then she also had... Proverbs 10.22, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Thank you, God, that I don't have to go through painful toil like I did before. Thank you that your blessing makes me rich without all the painful toil. Thank you, God, that you're showing me a new way to show up. This is what she needs to believe, and she can tune into it and tap into it in that moment. With me? Oh my gosh, this is super powerful and I know that it's not something that you can just learn through one teaching or one episode, but so, so helpful and I hope that it blessed you. And if this is like, oh my God, I need more of this in my life, go check out julianapage.com. There are ways that you can get plugged into the God's Vibes Mastermind that you can learn more about working with a coach. You can get books and other resources. Just go check out God's Vibes Matter, the God's Vibes books, and all of the resources over at julianapage.com. All right, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, this is also your opportunity to do so. Leave comments, rate it. I appreciate it. And until next time, stay blessed.